All right, hey, good morning. So, pag naririnig ko yung boses ko dyan, minsan, bumabalik na yung memory ng tatay ko. Kasi sabi nila, kaboses ko si Papa. And minsan, may tumawag, sabi nila, hello, Dan. Kasi ako na, hello. Sabi ko, no, this is not Dan, this is Tim. But they said that my voice sounds like my dad. Okay, that was before nakaroon ako ng Filipino accent. Ngayon, wala na, iba na. <laughs> But, you know, we have traits, mga katanggian na nagbamana sa ating parents, or even maybe grandparents. Kung ang lolo mo ay uh, falling hair, baka nagpa-falling hair ka rin balang araw. Or kung ang, depende sa kulay, nagagaling din sa parents natin. Minsan yung shape ng ilong, o kaya yung, not, not only physical, minsan may mga katanggian na mannerisms nagaling sa parents. You know, the way that they uh, fling their hair or the way that they sit. There are many times that you could see traces ng characteristics ng parents or grandparents dun sa, sa mismong anak or apo. Well, that's because we really have a genetics and a biological na passing on. When you go to the doctor, di ba, magtatanong ang doctor sa'yo about your family medical history. Oh, has there been someone in your family na may diabetes or may heart attacks, mga ganon. So you would really look into your history to see what's going on in your sa katawan mo. Now, we all get physical and biological characteristics from our fathers or grandfathers, and it's traced all the way back to the very first man and woman. See, Adam at si Eva, di ba? Kasi all human beings, pwedeng i-trace back doon eh. Lahat ng human beings galing doon. And so if it's true that may mga physical or biological characteristics na galing sa ating first family, then it must be also true na There's spiritual characteristics that napasa atin, nagagaling din sa first family. And we know that there's the characteristic of yung, yung selfishness, the sin, the rebellion against God's ways. Ito ay galing din sa Adam and Eve. So, there's hope though for us and there's hope for our family. Ang series po na ito is Strengthening the Family. Ako'y naniniwala, may pag-asa para sa inyong pamilya. Even if galing ka sa broken family, may pag-asa. Kasi ang Diyos ay isang uh, tagapagtubos. He's a redeemer and a restorer of broken relationships. So I, wanna, I want you to lift up your faith today and believe that God can do amazing work of restoration sa inyong pamilya. Now, even if masasabi mo, hindi ako galing sa broken family, my mom and my dad are still together, walang separation, buo naman kami, still, ang message na ito, ang series na ito, nakaka-apply din sa ating lahat. Bakit? Kasi lahat naman tayo ay galing din sa broken family. Lahat. And I don't mean uh, your parents ay humiwalay. I mean, we all came from the first family, ni Adam and Eve, we all came from there. And it was a broken family. They fell into sin and fell apart 
from each other and had to be restored. So we're going to talk about today the poison na pumasok sa human race. Itong lason ay damay din tayo ngayon sa lason nito. The, the poison of sin. The poison that affects our families. Kaya nagkakause ito ng dysfunctional relationships. Nagkakause ito ng individual and family problems. Kaya nahihiwalay ang mag-asawa. Kaya naglalayas si Junior. Kaya may away, may tampo, may poor communication because of the broken families that we came from. Either ours or yung pinaka-first family. So, bago pag-usapan how to restore, higit sa lahat, kailangan ng balikan na yung original design. Pag may nasira na appliance, balikan mo yung manufacturer. Read the owner's manual. So we have to go to the Bible. We have to go all the way back to Genesis upang pag-aralan na ang original design ni God para sa pamilya. And if we're going to look today in Genesis chapter 3, and let's read starting around 1 hanggang 11. But Genesis 3 verse 1 to 6 says, The snake... Ito si, si Satan, actually, uh, the serpent, was the most cunning animal that the Lord God had made. And the snake asked the woman, did God really say or tell you not to eat fruit from any tree in the garden? So, alam mo sinabi ni Lord, you can eat from all the trees. Wag lang ito sa gitna, sa kalagitna ng in the middle. And so, Satan is doing the same trap today, which is questioning or to make you question the word of God, his truth. Did God really say that? Maniwala ka sa sinabi ni Lord. So until today, we still have the devil trying to doubt and make us doubt that his word is true. And the woman said, we may eat the fruit of any tree in the garden except the tree in the middle of it. God told us not to eat the fruit of that tree or even touch it. If we do, we will die. The snake replied, that's not true. You will not die. God said that only because he knows that when you eat it, you will be like God and know what is good and what is bad? Ikaw ang magiging bossing ng iyong sariling buhay. Ikaw ang magiging, ikaw ang may alam. Ikaw ang ma, na, malalaman kung ano yung tama at ano yung mali. Ikaw ang mag, makakapag-decide kung anong best para sa iyong buhay at sa kinubukasan mo. What's best for your love life? What's best to do with your finances? You don't need to refer to God. Hindi mo kailangan magtanong kay God. Hindi mo kailangan magpadirect ng buhay mo kay Lord. You will be as God. Yan ang trap ni Satan. Parehas din ang ginagawa ni Satan ngayon. Wala siyang bagong tricks. And then we go on. It says, The woman saw that the tree was good for food. Anybody like food? Kasang kamay, mahilig sa pagkain. Oh, nakita niya, masarap itong feeling kapag makakain ako ito. It will make my stomach feel so good. Yummy. 
He saw it was good for food and that the tree was desirable to make one wise. It's appealing to the eyes. So ito yung mga tukso. Kay, kay Eba, she gave some, she took some of its fruit and ate, gave some to her husband who was right there with her and he ate it. So ito po ang first sin. The very first choice to disobey God. And it started with doubts about God, about His goodness, basically doubting His word, and deception. Yan ang kabasihan ng temptation o tukso. It's deception. Lying. Kunting truth, pero it's actually a lie. Pain sa isang trap. And James chapter 1, in verse 14, says, Ang tukso ay nagmumula sa ating sariling mga pagnanasa. Another word, sa English, it's lust. Lust is that matinding pagnanasa. I want it. Oh, I want that so much. Parang it occupies your mind. And that's why the Bible refers to lust of the eyes. Oh, I like what I see sa kapitbahay. Ang ganda ng kotse niya. Ang ganda ng bahay nila. Sana all. And then when that desire becomes so strong, wow, iPhone 25, I like it. I want it. Oh, you know, whatever it is. I like that movie. I want that TV. It's a lust for things that you see. And then the lust of the flesh. This is your your body's desire. I feel, I want to feel good. I just want to have a time to relax and let my body feel loved and feel good. And everybody's doing it, so why can't I feel? I want to know that feeling to be in love. I want to know that feeling to be full of chocolate ice cream. Feeling, lust of the flesh. And then the third one is the pride. Of life. Ito yung lust for control. Power. Oh, I want to be somebody. Gusto kong maging angat. I'm, I'm smart enough. Or I want to be smart enough. Strong enough. Gusto kong maging boss in charge. I want people to follow me. And that is, mga kapatid, what First John chapter 2 says. Let's read this together. Sa Tagalog, Huwag ninyong mahalin ang mundo. Or, ang mga bagay na nasa mundo. Kung mahal nyo ang mundo, wala sa inyo ang pagmamahal ng ama. Ang mga bagay sa mundo ay mga pangsariling pagnanasa, mga nakikita at gustong makuha ng tao, at ang lahat ng nandito sa mundo na pinamamalaki sa mga tao. Lahat na yan ay hindi galing sa Ama. Galing yan sa mundo. Pero mabubuhay ang sumusunod sa gusto ng Diyos. Nabasa natin nung, nung, nung nakasala, nag-disobey si Adam and si Eve. Ano nangyari? Pumasok ang kasalanan sa buong human race. And everyone on the earth was now in a separated status sa Diyos. 
even though it's only two of them. They had a perfect family. Pagpaksinabing perfect family, they had no fear, no shame, no uh, tampo, walang problema sa relationship nilang mag-asawa at sa relationship nila sa Diyos. Hindi sila nahihiya sa Diyos at hindi, hindi sila nahihiya sa isa-isa. But when the separation came, when the sin came, humiwalay at nakaroon ng tinatawag na shame. Basahin natin ang verse 3 hanggang 7. Genesis 3, uh, verse 7 hanggang 11. Okay? At the moment that their eyes were open, at that moment, nabuksan na kanilang mga mata and they suddenly felt what? Shame at their nakedness. So they sewed fig leaves together to cover themselves. You could just imagine yung fig leaves, medyo malaki, and then gagawa sila ng bikini, gagawa sila ng short pants. It's crazy. But that's, they were nahihiya sila kahit wala ng ibang tao. Wala ng kapitbahay na tumitingin sa kanilang naked na body. It's just sila-sila, mag-asawa. Pero nahihiya sila. And when the cool of the evening breeze was blowing, the man and his wife heard the Lord walking in the garden, so they hid from the Lord God among the trees. The Lord God called to the man, Where are you? He replied, I heard you walking in the garden, so I hid. Nagtago ako. He says, I was afraid because I was naked. Ang tanong ni Lord, Who told you you were naked? Sinong kumakausap sa'yo? Sinong, kaninong galing yung mensahe na I'm naked, you're, you're, you're flawed, you're a nobody, you're less than acceptable. Sinong nagsabi nun sa'yo? Kasi sabi ng Lord, hindi naman galing sa akin eh. Hindi naman si Lord na nagsabi, Uy, Adam, you're naked. So nagtanong si Lord, who told you? Where are you getting your information? Because it's not the original information. And then sabi niya, sabi ni Lord, have you eaten from the tree whose fruit I commanded you not to eat? So inuuli ko, before the sin, before they fell to sin, wala silang takot sa Diyos. Well, I mean, wala silang fear to avoid God. Wala silang shame to uh, be together with their partner. In fact, all of creation, Think I, I, I thought about this, lahat ng mga hayop, mga mammals, even turtle, birds, kahit anong klaseng hayop, may covering, fur, scales, uh, uh, some kind of bahay, some kind of covering, feathers, even the trees make bark, it's a covering. Even the fruit may, may peel, ang banana. Even yung mga buto may outer covering, may secede. So it seems like most all of God's creations mayroong covering. Why? It doesn't, seem, it doesn't seem to make sense na ang man, which the Bible said was very good, nilikha niya ang man is not only good but very good, it doesn't make sense na wala siyang covering. Yes, and most Bible scholars would say they were naked but they were not ashamed because they were covered now with something 
na hindi katulad ng damit natin ngayon. They were covered with the light of God's glory. Living in the presence of God without sin. Parang yung buwan, the moon doesn't get its light from itself. But when you look at the moon, it's covered in light. Because nakaharap siya sa presence ng sun. And so when we see the moon, we say it's a nice color. The moon is full tonight. The moon is like this. I believe that Adam and Eve were covered with the light of God's glory. The beauty of His splendor. And when they sinned, that covering of His presence was taken off. They went away from it. They hid from God's presence. So mga kapatid, we're talking about shame today. Because I don't want to shame on you. I want shame off of you. Sabihin mo sa katabi mo, shame off you. Shame off. Shame, yung pagkahiya, it's the result or it's the consequence of sin. At magi- and pagiging disconnected sa Diyos. It's when Adam and Eve look at each other, unlike before, walang sin, they had the safety, they have the intimacy of God's perfect love. So there's no fear. But when sin came, that caused a shame. It caused them to be ashamed to each other at ashamed sa Dios. So when you look at, when you think about shame, it's kind of a, sa lang, it's kind of an inward focused emotion. Iniisip mo ang patungkol sa sarili. I think I'm being exposed. Other people are looking at me, scrutinizing me, evaluating me, at may pagkukulang ako, kaya nahihiya. Yan ang feeling, yan ang inward emotion of shame. Hindi lang ito patungkol sa bad na actions na ginawa. Shame makes me feel na ako ay bad bilang identity ko. And sometimes when we feel shame, it's hard to separate. Now, I did something wrong. I made a mistake. But shame makes you feel like I am somebody wrong. I am a mistake. And so that's the big difference with shame. It focuses on yourself. And many times we try to cover up the shame. Shame makes you do something like cover your flaws. You act, you become an actor. Oh yes, I'm the great pretender. You know that? It's, it's you pretend. Okay, I'm happy. Pinapadaan ng shame through satawa. Always smiling, always laughing, always telling jokes para ma-cover up o ma-distract ang sarili mo sa tunay na problema o issues na hinaharap mo sa buhay. Which is so painful because it's shameful. Or maybe pinapadaan sa, okay, I'm happy, I'm okay, I'm good. Tingnan mo yung post ko sa social media. Puros restaurant, trips abroad, puros happy kami. My, my family loves me. My life is in perfect order. And we like to show people the best of the best to cover up our shame. 
or we boost ourselves sa ating profession and skills. I'm the manager. I'm the architect. I'm the doctor. And we want to boost ourselves para hindi nakakahiya ang ginagawa natin. Or minsan, even sa religion. Many people who go deep into religion and serve and give and do things, it's sometimes it can be a cover-up because we are ashamed to God. So we will just do religious things on the outside, even though hindi pa nata transform ang buhay natin on the inside. Because it's so easy to just do all of the rituals than to actually magpapadisciple, magpapabago ng buhay, paayusin ang buhay. It's a lot easier to just you know, attend and do all the traditions. Pero pwedeng religion din ang cover up sa shame. Ang point ng shame is we want to hide. Pero pag nahihiya ka, gusto mo ma-disappear. That's why nagtago si Adam sa mga trees. He doesn't want Eve to see him. He doesn't want God to see yung ginawa niya. Minsan, hindi lang hiding in a, a social way. Um, some people really, literally, run away and hide. They'll even leave town. Go move to some other province. Or travel abroad. Or cut the ties with the family. Cut the fellowship with the church. Because sobrang nahihiya. Willing to give up all of what you love para lang hindi malose face. Hello, may kausap ba ako dito ngayon? The, the point of shame, it's so strong that it's breaking up families. It is one of the reasons why men and their wives cannot have open communication. Kasi nakakahiya. Pag mag-uusap tayo patungkol sa topic na yan, yung mga ginawa kong parang. So, ang gagawin lang is, i-brush over. Huwag nating pag-usapan. Pwedeng bang mag-move on na lang. Huwag pag-usapan. Or, huwag pag-usapan yung nangyari kasi baka ma-high blood si Lolo. Baka hindi niya kayang tiisin. Makaka-stress sa kanya. And there are many families that just ignore the things that should be talked about. That should be dealt with. But because nahihiya, nakakahiya, hindi dinideal, hindi pinapag-usapan, and it leaves an undercurrent or a poison in the family that should be dealt with. Some people, when they're so ashamed, they feel locked up, socially paralyzed. Hindi sila nakakapagbigay of themselves sa iba. Hindi nakakapag-invest sa iba. And here's, I'm going to give you three of the, what I notice are some of the top ways how we try to, what do you call, how we try to cope up with shame. There are, these are the ways that we attempt to cover our shame. Okay, the first one is to withdraw. Withdraw or isolate myself. Proverbs 18 verse 1 says, He who isolates himself pursues selfish 
desires. Siya nga pala, pag nag-isolate ang sarili mo, selfish pala yun. And we avoid. We avoid. If you're a, a withdrawing kind of person, dahil nahihiya ka, hindi ka masyado nakikipaghalo-bilo sa mga tao, lalo na yung mga hindi mo kakilala. Lalo na yung mga hindi pa close sa'yo because of fear and shame. Number two is shameful people want to cover it with a face mask. Na pwedeng literal na face mask kasi uso na eh. Mura na. So a lot of people put a literal face mask hindi dahil lang sa COVID. Dahil nahihiya. At ayaw na makita ng mga tao yung mukha nila. Ayaw na, mga, ayaw na makita ng mga tao kung ano ang facial expressions. Kasi hindi mo alam kung ang tao na yan ay nakangiti o nakasimangot. Did you notice a lot of people put their profile pic na ang buhok hanggang dito para hindi medyo half natakpan? Or hindi pinapakita kung sino sila? Put their hand in front? What is going on, mga kapatid? Is it possible that you don't show your face on social media because you're afraid and hiding who you really are? It's possible. And it could also be, hindi literal na face mask, but a kind of mask na symbolic, where you just do, a, you know, something like not getting close to people. Or napapakita sa ibang tao na, I'm like this. Hanggang, parang distansya amigo. Don't know me. Don't see me. Don't be close to me. Or I'll show you that I'm strong and I'm happy. Pero actually, face mask lang yan. Pagpunta sa church, you put on the religious mask. Pagpunta sa work, you put on the obedient, hardworking employee mask. Iba-ibang klaseng mask. Na kahit hindi literal, pero mahirap sa bahay kasi. Mahirap mag-mask sa bahay kasi kilala kanila. Diba? Kilala ka nila. So, pag lumabas sa bahay, doon ka pwedeng mag, na, magpakita. No? And masks are just another way to cover up and hide from our mistakes or pretend that we're confident and smart and strong when actually we're struggling with weakness and fear and insecurity. But the Bible says in 1 John 4:18. That perfect love drives out fear. Perfect love can deal with shame, can deal with insecurities. That's the key, mga kapatid. God wants to help you and heal you. And He wants to help and heal our family. God wants to reconcile and restore ang ating mga pamilya. He wants to remove our shame and fears and insecurities at yung mga bagay-bagay that makes the intimacy fade away. And He does that through His great, great love. James chapter 5 verse 16 says, Kaya ipagtapat nyo ang sa, sa isa-isa para gumaling kayo. Psalms 32.5 Sabi ni David, when I acknowledged my sin, I confessed, 
my iniquity. I did not cover up anymore. Then the Lord forgave my sins. So the third one, aside from the mask and the cover-up, is the compulsive habits. Pag nahihiya minsan, nahihirapan tayo na makideal sa stress and sa negative emotions. Kaya nagkakaroon ng compulsive habits. Everybody say compulsive. Okay? Ito yung mga, pag sinabing compulsive, it means a repeated action or activity that you do and you feel compelled to keep doing it kahit ayaw mo. You don't want to keep drinking, but you keep drinking until drunk. You don't want to keep, um, you know, cursing. You don't want to keep gambling or doing drugs. But bakit pabalik-balik doon sa habit na yan? Because somehow it feels good. It medicates and takes away that stress or negative emotion temporarily. I feel a little bit good when I'm eating too much. It feels good to just buy and buy and buy sa Shopee or sa mall. Kahit hindi ko kailangan. It feels good when I'm gambling. I, I think I can win next time. But I know I shouldn't gamble. But it feels good. I, I feel loved and accepted while looking at porn. But I know I shouldn't. Why do I keep going back and back? It's called compulsive habits. And it becomes an addictive behavior because of shame. Because of the negative emotions that comes with the sin that we've done against God and with each other. So let me get straight to the point. Because I know that somebody here today is nakaka-relate sa sinasabi ko. I know that somebody's family here, hindi lang personal shame, but maybe your, your whole family, damay sa kasalanan o sa shame. Now listen, there's only one way. There's only one solution to deal with shame. And it's the same thing as Adam and Eve tried to do. They gave a good attempt. And that is to have a covering. Everybody say covering. It was a covering. And Adam and Eve, they tried to make a covering for themselves. Wait, wait, Lord. Wait, wait. Wait, ilagang dyan. Aayusin ko muna ang sarili ko. Saka na ako magsimba. No, Lord, wait, wait. Hindi pa ako ready. Ayusin ko muna ang buhay ko bago ako mag-cell group o maging leader o mag-volunteer. Wait, wait, wait. Love, honey, wait lang. Nahihiya ako. Change ko muna. Tiisin mo na lang ako. Intindihan mo na lang ako muna hanggang ayusin ko ang buhay ko. Promise, I'll get better. Promise, I'll change. Listen, when they made covering for themselves, it was not effective. And certainly, hindi siya katanggap-tanggap sa Dios. So look over here in Genesis chapter 3, verse 7. That's when they made, they sewed fig leaves together. But in verse 21, God 
made clothing from animal skins for Adam and his wife. Sino gumawa? Si God. And he made animal skin clothing. Now, paano makakapag makapagtahi ng animal skin clothing na walang kamatayan sa isang hayop? In order to make a covering suitable na pang cover ng shame ni Adam and his wife, there had to be the death, a blood sacrifice that actually was orchestrated by the Lord. Hindi si Adam ang nag-initiate. Tinanggap lang ni Adam ang skins na napasa kanya. Hindi siya ang nag-initiate. Ang Diyos ang nag-initiate. Ang Diyos ng gumawa ng paraan para matanggal ang penalty ng kanilang kasalanan at ang shame ng kanilang kasalanan. So, the solution always requires, and write this down, the solution for sin requires a blood sacrifice and a transfer of skins because their sin caused relational separation and it caused shame so nangangailangan ng blood sacrifice and a transfer ng skin yung skins ng animal that the animal was wearing came off the animal na pasa kanila na transfer sa kanilang katawan yung clothing na skins so that they could be adequately covered are you following me and it's the same solution today for our sin and our shame because the result of the blood sacrifice of Jesus yung ginawa ni Jesus Christ doon sa cross na the blood sacrifice ni God for God so loved the world he gave it's a gift mga kapatid the sacrifice of Jesus on the cross is God's gift so that our sin penalty could be removed. Matatanggal, mabubura ang ating mga kasalanan. Hindi lang doon. Upang mapasa atin ang righteousness ni Jesus. The righteousness that is on Him. Diba si Jesus walang kasalanan? He's perfect and righteous sa harapan ng Diyos. That righteousness, that skin, that outer covering that was on Him, yan ang napasa atin when we receive Him by faith. Amen. So look at Roman, uh, first, no, this is Second Corinthians chapter 5, verse 21. It says, God made Him, Jesus, become sin. He had no sin, but He became sin for us. So that we could become the very righteousness of God in Him. This is good news, mga kapatid. That you can have your sin covered ng properly, ng, ng tama. Not by your own efforts to cover up. Not by your own efforts na mapakitang tao. Or to wear a mask. Or to do some religious things to show people who you are. No. You get the shame removed and there's only one thing that removes shame and that's righteousness. 
You can never make righteousness on your own. But that's the only thing that will remove sin and shame. Imagine when you know that God's righteousness is what you're wearing. When you know how much God loves you, because that perfect love ni God sayo is keeps driving out the fear and shame. That's the key, mga kapatid. So if you look at Isaiah chapter 53, this is the prophecy about Jesus. Verse 3, he was despised and rejected. A man of sorrows, acquainted, familiar, no? With the deepest grief. And verse 5 says, he was wounded for our rebellion. He was crushed for our sins. He was beaten so we could be whole. He was whipped so we could be healed. Now stop, pause just for a moment. Si Jesus, kung ikaw ay nanggaling sa broken family, o kung ikaw ay napahiya ng gusto, kung ikaw ay may kasalanan na hindi sana naging public, pero naging public, hiyang-hiya ka. Mahiya ka sa work, sa family, sa church, kahit saan. Jesus understands. Did you know that he also came from a broken family? Well, he came from both a broken and a whole family because his father was not broken. And his relationship with the father was never broken. But he did come through a family situation na hindi pa kasal, buntis na ang nanay niya. Hello. And it might seem nice and pretty for us during Christmas, pero sa panahon na yan, they have the death penalty for fornication. Death penalty, mga kapatid. And the name, uh, what you call this, the, see Jesus bilang illegit, they, they called him, the, the Pharisees called him an illegitimate child. Even until he's 30 years old, that label ni Jesus stuck on him. I don't know, but I'm sure he grew up with a lot of opportunity to be shamed. Thank God he did not receive that because he knew the love from the Father and the righteousness that he had. Makapatid, here's what I'm thinking. Individually, itong Bible verse sa Ephesians, uh, Isaiah chapter 53, nakaka-apply sa atin. He was wounded. Si Jesus na latigo para sa ating kagalingan. But what if it's not just my own personal issues? What if this verse can also apply to others? Like my dad, my mom, your siblings, your lolo. What if it's applies to, it also applies to our whole family? Let's read it one, one more time with that context. Jesus was despised and rejected, a man full of sorrow and acquainted with grief. He was wounded for our family's rebellion. He was crushed for the sins that happened in our family. Sins that happened to me. Sins that I did. 
sins that others did. He was beaten so that our family could be made whole. And he was whipped so that our family could have healing. You want to know how to start healing? A broken home starts with receiving Jesus. Get everyone in the family to receive Jesus Christ. Sabi ni Jesus mismo sa Revelations chapter 3 verse 18. Sabi niya, I advise you to buy gold from me. Na kung si Jesus nagbibenta ng gold, hindi ito yung gold na katulad ng ginto na mga jewelry. This is a different kind of gold. It's something pure. It's something valuable. It's something spiritual. And he says, don't just buy physical things. Get real gold from the master. And he says, you will be rich. A real rich. A tunay na kayamanan. And he says, buy white garments from me. So you will not be ashamed of your nakedness. The white garments. He's not talking about putting t-shirt. He's talking about that our sins were white. They were washed away. Like Isaiah said, though your sins were as red as scarlet, they will be washed whiter than snow. As far as the east is from the west, Ganukalayo ang Lord na inaalis ang ating mga kasalanan sa atin. Amen. And then Isaiah chapter 61 verse 10. He says, I am overwhelmed with joy in the Lord my God. For he has, get this, he has dressed me in clothing of salvation. And wrapped me in the robe of his righteousness. I want you to close your eyes and imagine yourself wearing brand new clothes. Okay? Hindi lang ito t-shirt na galing sa wagwagan. Ito ay galing sa Italy. Galing sa France. Yung, yung mamahalin. May brand. Ang ganda ng tela. Ang ganda ng feel. Fit na fit sa'yo. Imagine now it's not physical clothes. Isipin mo ang damit na ito ay spiritual na damit. That when the Lord looks at you, hindi niya nakikita ang iyong track record, kundi ang nakikita yung track record ni Jesus na nasa'yo. What amazing grace God has given us. That we should be called. His love makes us called sons of God. Tingin niyo ako. Remember the prodigal son story? Na umalis, naglayas yung yung bunso. And he spent his days in wild living. Prostitutes, gambling, kung ano-anong ginagawa niya, kalukuhan. And he ended up sa babuyan. Para sa mga Jews, grabe yun, sa babuyan. That's super nakakahiya yan. And then nagsisi siya, tumayo, sabi niya, uuwi ako. I'm coming home to my father. Mabait siya pala. So, pag uwi niya siya, malayon pa siya, the father ran to him and hugged him, kissed him, and started giving him what? A ring for his finger, shoes for his feet, and a robe. Not just a robe, mismong robe ng father. Nay pasakanya ang robe. And that robe represents that he is now no longer tagalabas 
ito ay anak ko. It covered, because galing siya sa babuyan, it must have stink. His clothes were, must have been very dirty, but he was given a covering. So hindi na nakakahiya, kasi nakakahiya talaga ang ginawa niya. Nakakahiya siya. Hiyang-hiya, sigurado, hiyang-hiya siya pa uwi. But the father covered his shame with his own robe. Isn't that good news? Man, it's so good. So God wants to reconcile himself to you and to your family. And God wants to restore our families. Take away the sins of our home. And take away the shame in our family. And bring to us a restoration through his love and through his grace. One more time. What's the only thing that takes away shame? Righteousness. The covering of God's righteousness. And you cannot do that. You have to receive it. You cannot achieve it. You have to receive it. You cannot attain it. You have to obtain it. Mapapasayo through faith. And so right now, I think it's a time that we should respond sa mensahe nito. Ang dami kong binigay na Bible verses. I hope malinaw yung aking pagka-explain. Pero useless din ito kung hindi ka na mag-re-respond. I'm sure there's somebody here today na nagsasabi na hiyang-hiya na ako. May nagawa akong kasalanan na hindi ko mabubura, na hindi ma-wash out sa gamit ng physical na sabon. I need the forgiveness of God. I need salvation. I need Jesus in my life. Mga kapatid, ito ang pagkakatawa na come home. Come home to the Father. And because of the cross where Jesus died para sa iyong mga kasalanan, dahil doon na ibigay sa iyo ng karapatan na tanggapin si Jesus at mapawalang sala, lahat ng iyong mga kasalanan ay nabura na. And you need to receive that. So the application is make a choice. Make a choice to humble yourself and receive Jesus. Make a choice to cover yourself with His righteousness. Sino sa inyo masasabi na, I need help in my family? Sino masasabi na, I need help getting the shame out of my life? Getting those, yung, yung relationships ba, na hindi ka open ang communication? Nakakahiya. I don't, I don't want to be the first one na mag-sorry. Nakakahiya. Pag-usapan na yung nakaraan. But friends, that shame is ruining relationships. And the Lord wants to take it off and cover your family with His love, His forgiveness, His righteousness. So that you can strengthen your family that God loves. Sino masasabi na I'm willing? I'm willing. Okay. I'm going to have Bambi to come join me here. And we're going to just spend the last few minutes of this time to pray for anybody that wants to receive Jesus. And come on up here. You're so beautiful. We'll just spend a few minutes praying for anyone who wants to receive Jesus and wants to have prayer for their families. We have all of our primaries here. They will pray for you. We will pray for you too. Okay, mga kapatid.
uh, may opportunity tayo ngayon na mag-run to Jesus, ang ating Lord and Savior. Siya lang talaga ang makakatulong sa atin para mawala yung mga shame sa ating buhay. And kailangan nating manampalataya sa Kanya. So kung ikaw ay nagde-decision ngayon na isuko ang iyong buhay kay Jesus, pwede mo bang pakilagay yung kamay mo sa iyong dibdib? Ang sasabi mo, Panginoong Jesus, inaamin ko po na ako'y makasalanan at kailangan kita. Batid mo lahat ng mga ginawa ko para salamat. Dahil sa cross, pinatawad mo lahat yon sa pamagitan ng iyong blood. Jesus, come into my heart. Be my Lord and Savior and help me to follow you. I believe na ikaw ay namatay sa cross at binayaran mo na lahat ng aking kasalanan. Even yung aking mga shame, guilt, and fear, kinuha mo na doon sa cross sa pamagitan ng iyong blood. Thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, Amen and Amen. So, yun po ang first step. Kailangan natin magkaroon ng relasyon kay Jesus so that God can move sa ating buhay. And right now, naniniwala ako na ang presence talaga ng, ng Lord nandito. And ikaw, yung iba sa inyo, pumunta ng magaan, yung iba naman medyo may kabigatan, huwag kang aalis ng mabigat ka pa rin. Kailangan mong isurrender kay Lord yan ngayon. So, uh, yung ating mga primary leaders, pwedeng pumunta dito sa harap para maipag-pray kayo. So, kung ikaw yung nais mong isurrender yung mga shame na sa buhay mo at para walang kapit sa'yo, you know, ang hirap pong mamuhay ng nagdo-double life. Yung may maskara, kasi dati kong gawain yun nung, nung hindi pa ako kristyano eh. Naborn again kasi ako, mga 14 years old ako. Pero ang pamumuhay ko, sa labas, sa school, ang bait-bait ko, santa-santa. Pagdating sa bahay namin, impakta. Aaway kami ng mga ate ko, ganyan. Uh, talagang away kami. Uh, anto, kalmutan. Ibang ugali ko. At madamot ako noon. Talagang gusto kong magbago, pero hindi ko kayang magbago. And then, yun nga, uh, one time na-invite ako sa isang concert at doon talagang sinurrender ko yung life ko kay Lord. And binigay ko yung aking buhay sa Kanya at nireceive ko siya bilang Lord and Savior. Doon nag-umpisa yung buhay kristyano ko. Pero ang unang inas ko sa Lord is tulungan mo akong mamuhay sa katotohanan. Kakahiya ko kasi eh. Kakahiya yung ang bait sa ba, ay hindi, ang bait sa ibang tao. Tapos sasabihin ng mga kaklasmate ng ate ko, wow, adiyo, ang, ang ading mo, ang, ang bait-bait. Ay, nahihiya ako kasi alam ko, nasasabihin ng ate ko, impaktita yan sa loob ng bahay namin. No? Shame. Shame. Kasi nga, may tinatago. And ang sabi ng Lord, ang Lord natin is God of light. And gusto niya na tayo namumuhay sa light. Kaya tuwang-tuwa ako nung marinig ko na sabi niya, si David nung nagkasala siya, nung kinonfess niya yung sin niya, hindi naman siya napahiya eh. Nung kinonfess niya, 
na heal yung kanyang soul. And, and ano, lumakas siya eh. And nakapamuhay siya ng maayos. Kaysa yung tinatago. So, sa mga people right now, baka may tinatago kang sama ng loob o kasalanan na ikaw lang nakakaalam, eh actually alam ng Lord yon. Ang bigat pag may tinatagong kasalanan. Why not, sabi niya, confess your sins to each other and pray for each other so that you will be healed. The prayer of a righteous man is powerful and effective. So, paglapit po ninyo dito, hindi kayo lumalapit sa tao lang. Lumalapit kayo kay Lord. And let the Lord heal yung soul mo and take away yung shame. And ngayon, bless na bless po akong makapamuhay sa katotohanan. Kung ano ako sa bahay namin, di, ganyan din ako. At saka hindi ako nahihiya na sabihin na, hey, nagkasala ako. And Lord, I ask for forgiveness and I ask sorry dun sa mga people. Hindi na ako nahihiyang mag-sorry. Dati hirap na hirap akong mag-sorry. Pero yung pala yung way ng Lord, when you humble yourself, God will lift you up. So mga kapatid, huwag mong aksahin yung panahon na lumapit ka kay Lord at ipatanggal mo yung shame. And it's by faith. Manampalataya ka na doon sa cross, tinanggal na ni Jesus lahat ng mga kahihiyan sa buhay mo. Lahat ng mga uh, ginawa mong kasalanan, pinatawad na. Kasi ang ang sin is a result, ay ang shame is a result of sin. So kung ikaw yung taong uh, nagsasabing, Lord, I wanna surrender sa'yo, you come. You come and we will pray for you. So tumayo ka kapatid and magpa-pray. Sabi mo, Lord, touch my life. Heal my soul, Okay? Come on, tayo na ikaw. And lumapit ka dito sa harap at ipapanalangin ka namin. That's good, kapatid. Sige, come. You walk and magpa-pray ka. Receive yung healing ng Lord sa buhay mo. And I believe miracles will happen. Broken relationships will be restored in the name of Jesus. Wow. Sige kapatid, come on. Come.